go spread the word. When you get a fresh, hot McCrispy from McDonald's and you can feel the heat coming through the bag, don't try to wait till you get home. Always respect hot chicken. The McCrispy only at McDonald's. Ba da ba ba ba. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places. Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com/network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. Welcome back to another episode of The Juice. I'm your host, Solomon Giorgio, comedian, writer, and former imaginary friend of Crispin Glover. Today's guest has been a Hollywood favorite since the age of three. She's an actor, singer, and songwriter. You might recall her from the massively popular series That's So Raven and her current hit series Raven's Home. And she's here with her gorgeous wife with whom she hosts a YouTube channel 8 p.m. with Raven and Miranda. Let's give a big juicy welcome to Raven Simone and Miranda Mayday. Hello, Raven. Hello, Miranda. Hi. Hello. Hello. Raven, how are you? I am trying to maintain my cool. Knowing someone beforehand and then having them on the show always makes me feel good. And now I get to learn from the, the both of you, honestly. I'm very excited about that. First of all, you guys are recently married? Like during the yeah, COVID we times? Yeah, co- we're COVID married. Ooh. A COVID marriage. How was that situation? Like, did you guys just, just, just the two of you and no one else? Uh, there were six people at our wedding. Um, uh, Mama D, mm-hmm. <laughs> also known as Debbie Allen, she um, took care of us and let us have our wedding in her front yard. Aww. And we called two friends per... Mm-hmm. Fiance, I guess you could say at the time. <laughs> and uh, just enough, you know, and then there was lobster and oysters. So we were good. We were fine. That sounds she amazing. That's exactly the right amount of things that I, I've, a big thing sounds terrifying to me. I don't want to deal with that much family in one place. <laughs> I totally understand. The only thing that we're going to do now is probably a party because that's the nerve wrecking. The nerve wrecking part is done. Now mm-hmm. it's like celebrate us. Actually, yes. I want like, a proper vow renewal. I want oh. a situation. I want I want a wedding. Thanks, Solomon. You want the big okay. one? I didn't. It wasn't. <laughs> I feel that idea was already there. I'm just helping. <laughs> I help push it along. You want a big, you want a big old. I want Raven to stand up before an audience of hundreds of people and profess her <laughs> unrequited <laughs> love for me. That's what I want. I don't know. It's always scary to do the big situations. But I, look, if you want to do it. I respect it. Okay, we're about um, to go to, we'll just go to a Lakers game and just get on the uh, Jumbotron. And oh, sure. I'm down for that. Easy oh. and cheap. Look at that. <laughs> okay. I guess we, it's been settled here. Wear your Lakers. whites, mama. Wear your whites. We're going to the game. <laughs> I'm just playing. Of course, just, I want to be able to do that with you and for you and for us. And I think that, you know, as the world comes to mm. a better place, we're really able to yeah. Playing the party we've always wanted. We also didn't really go on a honeymoon that was safe. But yeah, how did you two meet? Like where? What's going? What's the deal? Yeah. Go ahead, babes. Take no, it away. It's not my turn. Oh, come on now. Okay, <laughs> rock, paper, scissors. Rock, paper, scissors. For it. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh, this is going to oh, take okay, forever. Is... We all rock, wait, paper, rock, scissors, scissors, shoot. shoot. Oh, oh I, I won. You go. No, I won. No, you go. You won. I won. You Ladies go. first. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> we met at a karaoke night in West Hollywood mm-hmm. that Raven was hosting. And I was there as an observer. I didn't know actually I was going to observe uh-huh. this event, but I got there and I was like, oh, okay, hey. I'm, I'm observing. Here I am. I was like, there's more happening in this bar than I thought was happening in this bar. And then we chit-chatted for a little bit after the fact. And mm-hmm. she just like wouldn't leave me alone after that. She was just like <laughs> obsessed with me. Here's the deal. When I get to tell this story, I get to rewrite history the way I want to. Ooh, I just got a whole new. <laughs> so then I was like, I can't, I can't. Like, what? Do you, what's up with you? Who are you? And she just like uh-huh. wouldn't leave me alone. Was calling me constantly, <laughs> begging to take me out. So for like three months, I was just like, no, no, no. And then finally mm-hmm. I let her take me out on a date. And then, um, yeah. You, you do know how the internet works, right? <laughs> Nobody's going to remember anything about, I'm going to create my own history and all you're going to do is take that. I love the internet. <laughs> well, that is very adorable. Uh, I, I do like all, that story, babes. I seem I mean, it's not, it's not too far from the truth. We actually did meet that way. Mm-hmm. And then Raven we had- We both wouldn't leave each other alone. Well, Raven had this See. crazy house party and she invited me to it. It was a week after we had met mm-hmm. and- I went to that house party. It was a total zoo. There were so many people there. She had a stripper (laughs) pole in the living room, people on roller skates throughout the house. It was mayhem. So I was in and out because I can't handle that stuff. But oh. we then did so I'm over here like that sounds pretty pretty normal. <laughs> it's a it was a normal house party. It was I was thriving, honey. I was living my best house party life. That sounds like a fantastic. Okay, well, damn. Well, then and now we're here. We're married. Now we're here. Okay, I married. Now this show is about gossip. Between the two of you, who would who would you say is the bigger gossip? Oh my god, it's a hundred percent. No, it's her. And here's the thing: I'm not the biggest gossip. You are. Here's the thing, babes. No, no, no. Here's the thing that's really funny. So I know about what's going on. Uh-huh. In people, like I keep up with celebrity pop culture and yeah. things like that, so I can say. And I can did you hear less. about this? And she doesn't, but yeah. she. You love gossip. Like if something's going on in somebody else's life, she's like, "Oh my god, tell me the tea." She likes to know about people. She knows she's messy <laughs> like that. She oh, I'm is messy. messy. I am messy. You know what? You right. You yeah, know. I, I am. am. Messy. Oh. And I'm not that person. Like she wants to get guess yeah. who who did this at work today? Oh my god! And then this man and that man. She loves. And I. It's true. Yeah, that's true. I, it is true. Right. Meddling is fun though. I'm. I, I do like to meddle. I feel, so what? Like what's like what moment of meddling do you like? remember that you enjoyed the most? Oh my goodness. I mean, God, my favorite meddling moment. I definitely come home and I don't know if this is meddling. Just Mm -hmm. I'll hear the gossip and then I'll just overanalyze it with you throughout the whole entire rest of the night. Not even talking to the person Mm -hmm. about the situation, but oh yeah, because I remember three weeks ago when she did this, that's exactly (laughs) why she's doing it this time. Everyone is a B. Every guy is like a dude. Mm -hmm. No names come into play anymore. And you know what? Age is free reign. I don't care if it's a Yeah. I don't care if it's an adult. <laughs> it is just everybody is is fodder. No, what is it? Yeah. Everybody is a target because we're at home and this is a mm-hmm. safe space. She told me when oh. she said I do. So <laughs> no, that's the number one rule is once the doors close, I get to say whatever I want. Totally. And if you live in my house, <laughs> you have to deal with that as well. You have, you to, have deal to listen with it. to it. You got to listen to it. It's yeah. true. It's true. But I will say on a regular, like she knows everybody else's tea. 
in the in the industry. She'll be like, do you know this person? Like, never heard of them. All I know is like, welcome back, Carter, and like Angelina Jolie. Like, that's about, you know what I mean? So, except if it's huge. <laughs> you don't even except know. Except if it's huge. Here's the thing that's hilarious to me. Yeah. Yeah, it's Carter, not Carter. Listen, I'm from Atlanta. She don't know. <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. You can't blame. I also say salmon sometimes. You cannot so blame every word you say incorrectly say on salmon. being from Atlanta. It's like the worst default ever. Yeah, that's a really bad backup. You've been you've been outside of Atlanta. Because I got a little bit of Southern in me, a little bit of, you know, just bad mm-hmm. guy. I got some South in me. And, you know, sometimes the South comes out. You literally just <laughs> said that when I came to the door in the garage. But you called it sexy. You didn't say it. You said mama. Mama. No, Very different than Carter or Cotter. <laughs> Cod and salmon. Salmon? Yeah, salmon. Sometimes I'll say salmon. It's a moment, okay? Let me it's o- okay. <laughs> it's only a moment. Where do you grow up, Miranda? Right here in L.A. Los right Angeles, here California. in L.A. You're a native? <laughs> yes, I am. The rarest treat of people in Los I Angeles? I know. How it's was, so crazy, right? How culturally, how was, uh, how was it growing up in L.A.? I've never, like, what? It, how would you best describe that? Because I've never really... I wasn't a kid there. I was like an adult when I showed up. Yeah. Fully realized. I mean, obviously, kind of hard to answer because I have nothing to compare it to. So for me, (laughs) it just was what it was. Mm -hmm. I guess when people think of Los Angeles, they think of, I don't know, glitz and glamour and celebrity and fame and Hollywood. So I definitely had elements of that because my family was worked in the entertainment industry and- I went to school. I I went to, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of a bougie private school. Um, So I definitely had those elements. But at the end of the day, I mean, I grew up in Hancock Park, which is a beautiful Mm -hmm. neighborhood. It was very much like when my mom ran out of sugar or butter, she would, you know, go over to the fence and our neighbor would hand it to her. We as kids would ride our bikes all over the the neighborhood and everyone kind of knew everyone. We had block parties. Like, I feel like I was very, mm-hmm. very lucky in the way in which I grew up. I I, I loved it. But again, I, I, get, I don't have much to compare yeah. to. Look, it's just, for me, some of you grew up outside of Los Angeles. It was always like, I need to live there. I want to yeah. see. And it's always, I always love the aspect of natives. I think native people in LA are just usually the most level-headed people in the city. Because yes. it's like, because they didn't show up with with delusion and dreams, they they understand the reality of Los Angeles. Yeah. So it's kind of always the best people to be around. Well, thank you. I but agree. That's I'll always give that compliment because it's always because living it, like when I first moved to LA, it was just kind of like that that the best thing to do is to get and know people there that are from there. Cause it just mm-hmm. it makes the luster that you have in your brain go away. Yes. <laughs> now, high school wise, the world of gossip there. How did you got? Where do you? Where, first of all, where did you place in high school? Would you say when you showed up? Like where? What kind of? What kind of teens were you? Um, okay, so I went to mm-hmm. a public high school by the name of North Springs High School in Atlanta, Georgia. It was a magnet school. Yes, was, its claim to fame was Usher went there, and a lot of celebrities went there for magnet purposes. Yeah, um, I got bussed in because I lived about forty five minutes away, Whew. and upstairs was like real Atlanta people. And then the magnet place was like all these bust in kids. So I got all the tea at the same time when I go into the bathroom, it's full of weed. And then I go downstairs and it's like Shakespeare. So it's like I had everything. (laughs) Um, And the kind of person I was, I was not popular. What? I wasn't very popular because I think at that age with the celebrity that I did Mm -hmm. have, 
it's like, and I, and I'm just not that kind of person either. Like I'm not a suck up. I don't really have a yeah. lot of friends. I have a lot of, I do now. I have a lot of friends. Cause they'll be like, I'm your sandwich. but like I have a lot of <laughs> friends. But back then I was very wary about people yeah. because nobody grew up like how I did. Yeah. So I didn't know if they were being my friend because I was famous or yeah. if they were my friend because they actually wanted to be. I'm still friends with people from my middle school and elementary school because we mm-hmm. all grew up in the same neighborhood. Um, I had like a core group of three friends. Uh, and yeah, I was kind of just always working and leaving and all that kind of stuff. So, But was there any crazy gossip? Any kind of crazy gossip? Listen, those ladies that shall not be named, a couple of them left because they got a little bump in their tummy made by, you know, the football person. Like, that's the kind of school I went to yeah. there. She was she was in my English class and super cool person, mm-hmm. not in the magnet team, dated a couple of football players. Next thing you know, she gone. Oh. And we all know where she be. And I oh, wasn't living one, in the neighborhood. Exactly. I wasn't <laughs> living in the neighborhood that she lived in. But, you know, the combo when I got back from tour was, you know, so-and-so had a little bump bump. She's only coming in <laughs> to get her work from the counselor's office. I was like, oh, girl, no. Wait, I got to go back on tour with sync. Keep me posted. <sighs> so I was busy. <laughs> <laughs> Call me in like nine months, okay? Let me know how it goes. Ask her if I'm the godmother. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So what what was the high school experience that you got in Los Angeles, California? So private school. I want to know what the private school rules were. Honey, they messy. You know, the more uh money you got, the messier you Uh are. Yeah, I mean, honestly, public school in L.A. is not great. Like, it just isn't isn't where you want to be, which is so unfortunate because then you have private schools which yeah. are so expensive. So education is not an equal opportunity place, which I think yeah. is just, you know, whatever. That's yeah. a whole different conversation. But my <laughs> high agree. school, my high school experience was interesting. Personally, I was not not popular, but not not popular. I kind of was this person who was able to float between, but I was very, I would say, kind of anxious slash insecure initially. I started, I went to a very like cozy elementary school and then mm-hmm. moving to, not physically moving my house or anything, but then having to go into junior high, yeah. high school was like a big deal. And I remember starting seventh grade And there was this rumor that was going around, which was there was a specific teacher who, if she did not like your work, your papers, she would eat them. And I remember hearing this and thinking like that. His face. (laughs) Yeah, I know. And I was like, that's the craziest thing I've ever heard. Like, she's not going to like my essay on Animal Farm and she's going to eat it. (laughs) So I hear this and then my seventh grade year goes by. I see no, I don't witness this with my own eyes, but I continue to hear this rumor. And then my eighth grade year, I have this, I'm in this teacher's class and we had an assignment where we were buddied with kids in younger children in public schools who were struggling in some way. And so part of what we had to do was like make them cards or we would have holiday drives for them. So I had a piece of cardstock paper, I'm making a card and I keep screwing up my handwriting. And I was like, oh, this sucks. And I go and I throw it away. And my, I hear the teacher say, Miranda, 
And I kind of jumped like, oh my God, what did I do wrong? And she's like, what are you doing? And I said, oh, I, I'm, I'm starting over again. And it was a red piece of paper and I had written like five letters on it. Yeah. And she goes, do not throw that away. Bring it over here. And I bring it over to her. I was like, oh my God. And I kid you not, she just shoved the whole thing in her mouth and ate it. And then told me that the red was her favorite flavor. And I... That is... But that's also... Why? <laughs> I... <laughs> and here's the thing. I'm going to just... I want to say this as gently as possible. So this is like what also per was perplexing about the situation. She couldn't really walk. She... Oh and I just wondered. I was like... What? Is that, like, what happened? Like, I'm talking about, like, you know how there's some shows on TLC called, like, uh -huh. My, My Blank Pound yeah. Life? No, 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 not that. It's, like, oh. called My Blank Pound yeah. Life. So that's, like... That's it. Like, that's what we're dealing Not with. Not my strange addiction? Well, I mean, maybe both. But my point is, is I was like, you're consuming so much paper. I didn't, does paper have a caloric intake? Just like, for the record, you though, but just for the record, there is a food that is in our circulation. That is paper? That contains wood shavings that yeah. they don't tell us about. And you can have a certain amount of wood shavings before it's negligible yeah. in the system. So, like, it's a thing. Negligible yeah, and papers, I think, 100% wood shavings. So, I don't think... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, she's definitely getting her fiber. Yeah. But, like, does... I just would think, like... It was the red 40 that was messing her up. You know what? I'm going to make sure, listeners out there, uh, if you can figure out the caloric value of paper for us. Yes. <laughs> and, cause and the poison level. It was, it was um, construction paper, not standard. Um, there is a difference. One's this is a really good weight. This is yeah, cardstock. Can... <laughs> card yep. Yeah, it was, it was a solid weight. It was a solid weight. Um, oh my but that basically, God. yeah, don't don't let my parents hear that story because I swear to God, every time I tell a story about high school, they're like, and why did we pay X amount of thousands of dollars for this entry? <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry. You I would keep to telling them just to- <laughs> Right, just to really like make them regret everything. Ooh, wow, that is, oh my God. I'm trying to, I'm bringing You're myself processing. back together into reality where okay. somebody that eats paper and you just walk by- it's always, there's always just one. <laughs> just walk back. There's always yeah. just. There's always, there's always just one always purple one. people uh. paper eater. <laughs> um, wow. Uh, sorry. Uh, now. <laughs> he like literally does not. He's like, I can't even continue this podcast. <laughs> well, we're going to move to the next section, which is the mail, the mailbag section. I'm just getting myself back together into reality. Okay, y'all. It is time to read a couple of the juicy submissions we get from our listeners. It's it is mailbag time. time. Uh, we got a couple of them here, and we're giving them a rating. Uh, the rating system works uh, dry, like it's boring. You don't care for it. It, it, it happened. Uh, moist. It's a little tantalizing, a little refreshing. And fully juiced. You're soaked. It's salacious. It's amazing. What's the first one? Dry? Dry, moist, Dry. and fully I got, the, I got the moist. All right, so uh, <clears throat> here's the first submission. All right. So, family gossip here. In the 90s, my grandma passed away at 60, leaving... Sorry, my grandpa passed away at 60, leaving his wife with comfortable means. She quickly became a social butterfly, busy every night, cars, darts, bingo, etc. She never drank a day in her life, and when we saw her, she was always put together. Fast forward to 2010s, when she's developing Alzheimer's, uh, my dad and aunt joined her at a doctor's appointment. Doctor asked the usual question. My dad answered for her. Any meds? 
Yes. Do you drink? No. Do you smoke? No. And then his his aunt goes, um, and he's like, no, no, she doesn't smoke. He's like, and then the grandma chips is like, I don't smoke with you, Doug. <laughs> and, <laughs> and he's like, what? So yeah, my grandma thought that my dad would disapprove and hit her smoking habit from him for 20 plus years. Never smoked inside the house, never in her car, nothing. Once he found out though, she smoked like a chimney 24 <laughs> seven. She spent her last years in a puff of glory. Oh my God. <laughs> so first of all, let me just say, I'm definitely between moist and very juiced. <laughs> really? Yes. Let me tell you I why though. Not. No, let me tell you why though, oh, yeah. because my grandmother, she's no longer here with us. She used to go to like Neiman Marcus and buy a whole bunch of shit and uh-huh. hide it in the car <gasps> before and not not bring it into the house. This woman was like 70 something years old, spending her own money mm-hmm. and would hide it in the car and then like wear it in front of him. And he never asked her <laughs> where it came from or anything. So like that right me, I'm like, she must be a family member. Mm-hmm. And so- I love that she was smoking. I'm like, my grandma rolling up. Grandma's getting yeah. her whole life. I'm moist. <laughs> I don't know. I have just, it didn't really do much for yeah. me. But I'll tell you, like your grandma, okay. One time there was a frantic knock on my door. My mom opens the door. It's her friend who we, like very close yeah. family friend. And she's like, can I please keep a couch in your living room? And my mom was like, I'm sorry, what? And she was like, I just, I need to keep this couch here for a while. And my mom said, sure, okay. And it was because she couldn't have her husband see the couch. And so we had this couch in our house for like a month and a half, just, you know, taking up space. And so I think what I'm trying to say is people do that. People hide their little... But see, that grandma, she was smoking. Now, what I like about her is that she must have invested in osium. Oh, yeah. For those who know, know. Yes, okay. Like, it's if you're getting rid of the smell of cigarette smoke, especially if you're out all night smoking cigarettes from another person. Oh, it's terrible. It's... She did the work. She's like... She did the work, But also, like, what was the, the... like my grandmother used to do that. My grandmother used to sneak off to the yeah. basement, smoke and drink, and then come back upstairs and take care of her eight kids and bake. And but also that's that what I'm saying. Sense. Like, what age were these people? Right? When she you're was like, too old to be doing some shit like yeah. that. But she was. It was weed or it was weed or cigarettes. Cigarettes. Yeah, I thought you thought it was weed. I think it's both. Grandma, you don't know what grandma's oh, doing. She's just gonna. You don't know what grandma's doing. No, it's cigarettes. for me. It's also so it's it's that middle ground. I because I love anyone who can lie by omission and maintain it for a long period of time. True. Because okay. that is, you're changing your lifestyle for a person to maintain the lie. Absolutely. <laughs> I and I, I also do understand being on the receiving end yeah. of that news where you have such an idea of, a, like if Raven found out that I was sneaking off to smoke cigarettes, yeah. her idea of me would be completely shattered. That just yeah. brings me back to the question of, do you hide anything, Solomon, from a person for that long? <sighs> I and wish. that you're about to expose expose yourself right now to answer this question. I wish. I Just wish. Put you in I the wish hot I kept a single secret in my life. I, <laughs> I, I have. There's nothing that I'm hiding from anyone. I am so. I am truly. The book is so open, and everybody wants to shut it. <laughs> Do you have a secret? <laughs> oh, I was just about to ask you. I wanted to go first. What's your secret? I yeah, wanted to come know. on. What's your dirty little secret? Babes, dirty little secret. What up, Austin? Um, listen, uh, I haven't had the need to hide any of my purchases 
or yeah. habits from you. Mm. I fart in front of my wife. I think it's very important that so. she undersmells, so. undersmells everything. Undersmells <laughs> literally. Oh <my> God. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, I don't do that. Okay, to everyone listening, don't try and make sure that everyone that, or someone that you're sleeping with has to smell. It doesn't work. You need to know me from afar, honey. Listen. Yeah, she wants me to recognize all her scents. But yeah. no, I, I used to do that with another partner, though. Mm. Hide shopping things? I'd hide food. Mm. And I'd hide stuff like that because I just, you know. I kind of have a secret, but it's not like current. It's not like mm-hmm. what I'm doing or anything. Yeah. But um, I was thinking about this the other day, actually, babe. I, I haven't told you this. So... Janet Jackson was at the Hollywood Bowl like Uh a couple years ago. We were broken Mm -hmm. up at this time. And I went solely in hopes of seeing you. Seriously, I got tickets. I love that her secret is like hashtag romantic and shit. (laughs) No, but we were broken up. She was my ex. Like I could have been look, I could have looked really weird, like stalkerish. And I had a whole yeah, you were there. And here's here's the catch. Where was it? (laughs) Here's the funny thing. When Raven and I broke up. We had to like, you know, it's like, oh, I left my socks and whatever. I left yeah. a hooded scarf. And it oh, was I a hooded it was a hooded scarf from American Apparel. I <laughs> loved it. American Apparel, rest in peace, is gone. So it it's was not, also, it's online. Whatever. It <laughs> the story's better this way. Sorry. Anyhow, so I for like two years am asking about this hooded scarf every now and again. I'm like, hey, did you ever come across <laughs> that scarf? Would really love to get it. No, no, no. So I go to the Janet Jackson concert. I assume Raven might be there, don't know, but I send her the photo of myself there. This is all planned in my head. Send her the photo like, hey, whatever. She sends me back a photo. It is Raven and Janet Jackson. And it's Raven in my fucking hooded scarf. And I was like, this bitch, are you for real right now? I was like, I've been trying to get this scarf back for three damn years. I don't have it. And here she is. And she's so dumb in this moment. She, I don't have it. I was like, and literally my response to her was, is that my scarf? Nope. She never answered. Nope. Uh, <laughs> scarf. That was my little secret. Is that a secret? <laughs> so anymore. we both have secrets. We both have secrets. You kept my scarf and lied. No, no, no. And I went to Janet Jackson to find you. That's not your scarf. I bought one Whatever. just like it. Oh. What's the next? What's the next tea? <laughs> what's the next? Moving on. Oh my goodness gracious! Uh, <laughs> so this is the next uh, piece of uh, piece of gossip we got coming through. <clears throat> my sister was abandoned by a two line email. Wow. Uh, her husband went to the East Coast for a week to visit his parents and just never came home. He sent a two line, three sentence email saying he was divorcing my sister and cc'd my mom. And my other brother-in-law, such a weirdo. Mr. Big Shot Email Man then made a Raya account because he's so famous and special from his Twitch job, LOL. <laughs> Just the dig. The Raya pick? Him holding the dog he abandoned. Uh, the do- divorce was finalized just recently after he dragged it out for a whole painful and expensive year. I hope he gets diarrhea <laughs> every day. And I hope this story made you feel happy it didn't happen to you. What? Whoa, Jesus. Wow. <laughs> so much energy to so much. pick apart wow. in this email. There's all the emotions. I, it's first of all, this, I want more information on what happened. Yeah. <laughs> that is, that's pretty, oh, that's, 
Yeah, I have information too. Like, how long were you guys dating before? What's his sign? Well, that's, uh, What's this your numerology? His... <laughs> I want to see that email. It's two lines. What Send it to me. What mental are you dealing with? I mean, he got problems. He met somebody up in Seattle, honey. They do have good strip clubs oh. out there. In Seattle? No, no, that's, uh, that's in Portland. You're right, you're right. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm, I'm in Seattle right now. Oh, that's how you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we got nothing out here. Hilarious. Hilarious. I, I'm from I'm from Seattle. I'm here at the moment. Uh, yeah, you're right. It's Portland. It's Portland. We it's love Portland. Seattle. We have it's, family in Seattle. Oh, nice. I've 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 grew up here. I moved here when I was 13, uh, and I've uh, I, I moved back to LA. I moved to LA 10, 11 years ago. So I'm I'm here for a little bit, uh, and it is uh, it's raining here too. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Surprise. Yeah. Um, um, okay, so to rate that, though. Yeah. First of all, I have to say that's a hauntingly familiar story. I was going to say, oh, I think I've heard this before because literally me too. I know a friend who went yeah. through this exact same thing. Literally, her husband was visiting his family. You tell me straight men are garbage? I cannot believe it. Yeah, really? <laughs> I mean, no. And I, but this is the craziest thing. In hearing my friend's story and hearing this story, I'm just like, damn, you can leave. It. Like that little piece of comfort, that marriage, like, oh, sharing a life together. We're married. We have animals together. We have like a joint bank account. Yeah. Those are security. It's like, no, it's really not because you can get yeah. uh, you can get a post-it that says, I'm sorry, I can't. And Babe, just, does it make you moist or does it make you juicy or are you dry? I mean, I feel like that's, that's, that's right below. Yeah. That's pretty juicy. But that's, yeah. see, that's juicy with a side of like, extreme anxiety and trauma. Yeah, like, I want I want more information. That's kind of where, like, the, it's, this is, a, for me, this is, like, also the middle ground where I'm like, I want more. Right. I want so much more. Yeah, questions. Interestingly enough, I'm a little dry mm-hmm. because it more feels like a old Jerry Springer yeah. moment. And I'd be like, okay, let me just go get my food really episode. quick. I've seen it already. <laughs> Like, nobody's really fighting because he didn't go to her room. And, like, I yes. was the fight. He was <laughs> on the email. I know. I, but personally, if that's how somebody if somebody wants to break up with me, I would rather it be short, sweet, and from a distance. Because if that guy did that, a guy did to me. <laughs> yeah, there'll be fighting words. And then Jerry and will you, come and, and, and I have to take care, care of your dog. <laughs> no. The dog got to go. Oh, but, yeah, yeah that, was a, that was a good that was a good piece of information. I think those. Are, I think those two solid submissions. Thank you, listeners out there. But also, yeah, please Thank give you. me. Never feel feel like you don't need to hold back on details for me because I love them very much. <laughs> and that's the mailbag. Thank you so so much for sitting in your mail. Okay, Raven and Miranda, let's take a quick break, and we'll be back with the juice line. Dive into the start of summer at Whole Foods Market. Check out their summer splash event with sales on fresh organic produce, organic strawberries, and a fan favorite sale on Ben & Jerry's and Talenti. Explore deals on grill-friendly meats like organic air-chilled chicken breast, beef and chicken kebabs, all with no antibiotics ever from our meat department. Plus, grab easy sides from prepared foods and cool off with refreshing drinks. Kick off your summer and shop in store or online at Whole Foods Market today. Go spread the word. When you get a fresh, hot McCrispy from McDonald's and you can feel the heat coming through the bag, don't try to wait till you get home. Always respect hot chicken. The McCrispy only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? 
Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Welcome back to The Juice. I'm here with the fabulous Raven Simone and Miranda Mayday. And now's the time in our show when we go to the phone. We call it The Juice Line. And I'm hearing from our board operator that today's caller is Maddie. Let's patch her in. Please hold. Thank you. Hi, thank you so much for coming in. Um, Maddie, I know you have you have some gossip you want to share with us, and we are all here, all ears, and ready to listen. Preface this with, um, this is about a very dear friend of mine who I think was unfortunately slighted by the glitz and the glamour of the Hollywood uh, allure. So uh, this happened about a year ago. And it all started when my friend, who is an up-and-coming rapper, uh, new to the scene, very talented, gets a call, a performance opportunity from this man named Bernard. Uh, and he okay. received two opportunities. Uh, one was to a, quote, wild party that donors of a charity event would be attending. And the other would be for the actual concert that is the charity event itself. Um, so... He hops on a call with this guy and um, Bernard, this guy, did not share any relevant <laughs> info with my friend, uh, but he did talk a lot about the theme of the party, which changed more and more as he talked about it. Uh, first, it was peace for children. Next, it uh -huh. was stop the violence. After that, it was fight the hate. And then eventually it became fight, and I quote, the violence. Uh, but then, <laughs> and yeah, I that's cannot, always a cure for violence. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's what you do with violence. You fight it. Uh, and then right before Bernard hangs up, he tells my friend that tickets to this concert are going to be $40 each and that it is my friend's job to get as many people as possible to purchase these tickets. Uh, what? so yes, uh, classic, uh, uh, haggling technique, but, yeah. um, yeah, so he, <laughs> and, but then this guy, Bernard tells my friend that uh -huh. if, uh, my rap friend is able to bring models, then his friends purchasing <laughs> the tickets would get a discount. Uh, and when my friend said that he didn't know any models, Bernard goes, he basically is like, listen, man, for every model you bring, I can cut the ticket price in half. Um, so uh, a few days go by. Uh, my friend, my rapper friend, is able to uh -huh. rally a couple of his friends, myself included, uh, to mm -hmm. purchase these $40 tickets. My friend does not want to enlist any models, so we all pay the full $40 price. Yeah. Um, because we're good friends. We're really good friends. Anyway, You're very nice. <laughs> yes, yes yeah. we, we support our friends. It was a big, big deal for him. We thought it was his big break. Uh, so we all show up um, and we pregame the party because we were told it would be a wild party. Uh, and we <laughs> show up and I'm not over exaggerating. It is at a church preschool. <gasps> yes. A church preschool. We get there. Okay. The DJ 
is a 16-year-old kid with headphones and garage band. <laughs> and the only people there are the five performers, including my friend and Bernard, who are all sitting oh. in a circle in these tiny preschool chairs waiting for us to arrive because we were the only people stupid enough to buy tickets. Oh, God. Yes. Okay. And then going back to um, my friend, he was promised that um, it would be a wild party. So he told us that it would be a wild party. And uh, so I was the designated driver, but the rest of my friends showed up um, high on shrooms. Like so <laughs> high on shrooms, and we get, and, and we walk in the door, and Bernard immediately shouts, "Finally, let's get this party started!" And my friends turn around and bolt right back into the parking lot, like they ran for it. And I and my rapper friend had to gather them up, wrangle them, and put them back into their preschool chairs. And for the rest of the night, this guy Bernard is screaming at us to dance while he live streams the whole thing on his Instagram. What? And at one point I look over and he literally has zero viewers. He has zero <laughs> viewers on this Instagram page as he's like, as he's just shouting at us, like putting all of my shroomed up friends through hell and just screaming into the abyss. Oh my God. Anyway, finally, oh, finally, oh <laughs> this night ends And Bernard abruptly stops the music. Like there was no leeway. He just stops the music and tells everyone to leave and that it is our job to clean up. And so, (laughs) and so of course, none of us do this because we were like, what is even happening? And so we all walk into the parking lot. You know, I'm heading to my car trailed by all of my high ducklings and this Honda Civic pulls out in front of me and I was like, who, who is this? And the window rolls down and it's Bernard. And he talks to me and he goes, Hey, I, uh, I saw your moves tonight. You are a real sexy lady. Uh, would you be interested in modeling at my concert tomorrow? <laughs> That's my Bernard voice. Um, and I, and, oh, no. <laughs> and I did not, I, I mean, I was so taken aback. I just kind of went, um, no, thank you. And then I led all of my friends with me to my car. Um, and so we all kind of thought that that was the end of that. Cause we were like, that is the craziest thing. There's, there's we, more. There's, oh, there is more. And it gets worse. It gets worse, oh, everybody. Wow. Um, and so we, so we call my friend and we're like, dude, what the hell? And he's like, I'm so sorry about that. But I talked to Bernard and he assured me that tomorrow is the real deal. Tonight was a fluke and that it's going to be a huge concert. There's going to be a lot of people there like scouting me out, you know, like this could be my big break. And again, we're all really good friends. So we yeah. show up the Very next good day. Friends. You're too good. <laughs> That's too Some good. Some may say. Some might say. Anyway, and so we show up to the venue the next day, and we are once again the only people there. But the tea Wait. does not stop there because Bernard opens the concert by singing What a Wonderful World and somehow butchers the entire thing, like melody and the <laughs> lyrics. Uh, and I think that just set the tone for the whole night because then shortly after, the models come out and it is just so clear that these are all just random girls that Bernard found wandering around the streets of Los Angeles, um, which is honestly uh-huh. super annoying because I thought that I was special, um, but it's okay. 
<laughs> it's totally fine. Um, and but I genuinely felt so bad for them because I really think, like, I mean, like my friend, they all thought this was going to be their big break, you know, that they finally hung out in Los Angeles enough to be discovered. And when they all walked out and just saw me and like my five hungover friends, their faces were so disappointed. I felt so bad. Anyway, um, a few oh. other acts perform and uh, Bernard gives a couple of convoluted speeches about how to fight the violence. And then my friend, my rapper friend who finally has had enough of it performs. Uh, and he raps a little, but then he just kind of says, fuck it and starts singing songs from SpongeBob. <laughs> and we're all, we're all dying because it was just the biggest meme. But then Bernard comes back out and goes, wow, thank you so much, Blank, for your original songs that you shared with us. I could tell that they were all from the heart and it means so much. And then Bernard, oh, like, he he revs up for his grand finale, uh, the celebrity drop-in that he had been hinting the entire night. But before he brings out the celebrity drop-in, he announces that tonight we raised $1 million from the seven <laughs> kids in the audience that can't even afford Thai iced tea with their takeout. Like, we somehow okay. gave him $1 million. And so then finally, it's time to bring out the guest of honor. Uh, and he announces that he has Diana Ross's granddaughter backstage who is going to come out and greet everybody. And I can't make this up. Onto the stage, he shoves one of the, quote, models from before. Oh, no. But she has a costume change and she's wearing a wig. It was <sighs> insane. Absolutely oh my. insane. First two nights. It's two nights. Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> I am not a good friend. I would have left yeah. the first night. All I'm hearing from the beginning of this as somebody from LA and Solomon, this goes back to the beginning of our conversation. And he was like, oh, what was that like? It, I'm, I just literally want to say, welcome to Los Angeles because Bernard... There's I know Bernard. <laughs> yeah. I've been in 500 times. Bernard, who has that charity event for two nights on Friday and Saturday, guess what Bernard also does? He also makes coffee Monday yeah. through Friday yes. at Starbucks. And then, you know, I mean, like, As yeah, someone who's taken the train the first few, public transportation the first few years in LA, I've met Bernard a billion times. Yep. <laughs> it is, that man is... He's like, hey, do you model? You, do you ever you want, to, you want to take some photos? I'm like, no, 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 no. As someone who's been in the industry since she was three years old <laughs> and had a manager that just wanted to make my name, I've been though I've yeah. been performing in places like that. Oof. Yeah. To where it's five people in the audience because you just want to make your name known. And mm -hmm. some people just got the game, honey. Technically, that was a pimp. He pimped <laughs> He's just delusional. He also just had invited everyone to his party of making him feel like he was like the well, Bernard is smart. The yo. manager he wishes he were. Bernard got a good $200 out of it. He got yeah. surrounded by, you know, semi-pretty women. <laughs> he got zero people in his Instagram tickles, his Instagram live. He got, no, okay. he, he got some, he got some, uh, what is it? When you when you go Instagram and you get um commercials, he got some coins yeah. for that. He got some coins yeah. for it. Wow, but that was that is that, is, that was wild. That is, I've never seriously. I've I've always caught a, caught ahead of time, so I've never heard the story of what happens after. So I'm always <laughs> every once in a while when I hear that what happens after, I'm like, that is. I guess it was worse than I thought it would be. <laughs> what happens after is you end so up what, at so. What about your friend? You're not preschool. What about your friend that's a rapper? Is he tainted now? 
You know what? I will say that my friend, he is one of the most, shockingly, he, I think, uh, in the situation got slighted more than me. And he's from New York. So I feel like people from New York, like, know how to, like, sniff out this stuff. But I think for him, I will say, talking to this guy, Bernard, like, I know as ridiculous as he sounds, on the phone, I was convinced, again, I am gullible. I am from Oregon. I don't know. You know, (laughs) y'all know many Bernards. I only know one. He's special to me, even though I am not special to him with his models. But... Um, <laughs> I, I mean, he really, like, he really was convincing. And he also, like, he is a part of a bigger, or well, at least he yeah. claims he's a part of a bigger organization. They have a website. I'm not going to mm-hmm. say the name, but it seems like kind of a legit thing, you know? And I think, I mean, he has such a good sense of humor. I don't think he's discouraged yeah. at all. It's just like, it's just one yeah. big meme. In fact, he wrote a song about it. So- Civil rule, trust no one, especially in the the city limits of Los Angeles, California. I mean, I appreciate you. I appreciate you wanting to uh, keep the anonymity, but he needs to be exposed, honey. There's (laughs) too many people out here that, and you know, that was a that was a very mild story compared to what some women have gone through. Oh yes, with that kind of Bernard, you know, and it's so sad because our industry is surrounded by those stories. And it just gets deeper and deeper and darker and darker. So anybody named Bernard who got game, just keep it, you know, y'all want to be in the industry. There's somebody out there with game. Just be careful. And I also think the thing that's so true, and it's funny because we encountered a Bernard not that long ago. Not that long ago. And, you know, Raven was like into it for a minute. And I was like, babes, he's a Bernard. Like, what is happening? And I knew from the get-go. But I think it's also really important to keep in mind that like, when people are of note or yeah. have connections or power or the ability, they don't have to try that hard. You, you're you no, not in a no. position where you're questioning. You. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And you're not like, wait, is this person legit? This came, yeah. You know when you yeah. know, and it's because it's- And it's, and it's funny because it's not the same thing, but it kind of is. Like, you know, the richest people wear like the dirtiest clothes. Like, <laughs> it's kind of true. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially if they're in tech. And they're in tech. Yeah. You're like, when was the last time you washed that shirt and you have Vans on, but then their yeah. belt is like a million dollars. And then the people that are really trying have, you yeah. know, stuff head to toe. So it, it it is interesting. The people who don't need other people are so low key and yeah. understated. So, But thank you so much, Maddie, for that tell. It's just, yeah, that's absolutely bonkers. And yeah, uh, trust no one uh, <laughs> yeah. unless unless I verify them for you. Try, but <laughs> yeah, exactly. Solomon is the Solomon, Solomon the has to verify. Hollywood. Yeah, right. Welcome to Hollywood. Her friend had to deal with the the celebrity aspect of it. She's like, I'm just here as an observer. So as an observer, I would probably go. <laughs> Seriously, that sounds. I was going to say like, that was my kind of party, just in terms yeah. of the hilariousness of it all. I'm going to Jack in the Box. Bye. I'll get y'all a, a, a Jack in the Crack real quick. I'm not. I'm already on look, preschool <laughs> parking lot. You're like I'm out, I'm out, yo. But that is on that's, mushrooms. That's the episode. That's that's all I got for you today. That yeah. was so, so much fun. You, this was that such was an great. absolute delight for me. You two are such so wonderful. Nothing but the best wishes from me on my part for you two. Thanks, <laughs> same, same to you. Same to you. you. Well, yeah. But, Okay, goodbye. Let's do it again. Yes, yes, please. Uh, All right. Thank you so much to the legendary Raven Simone and her lovely, wonderful partner, Miranda Mayday, for joining me on today's episode. Be sure to check out their YouTube channel, 8 p.m. ASAP. 
As always, if you want to tell your story on the juice, send them in by visiting teamcoco.com slash heyjuice. Uh, please remember to rate and review in Apple Podcasts. Give us all those stars. We need them, we love them, and we thank you for them. The Juice is produced by Nick Liao, Jen Samples, and Lisa Burb. Executive producers are Jeff Ross, Adam Sachs, and Joanna Salataroff. Mixing and engineering by Joanna Samuel. Music by Eduardo Perez. Our booking team is Paula Davis, Gina Batista, and Maddie Ogden. Thanks for listening. And as always, have a juicy day. This has been a Team Coco production. Go spread the word. When you get a fresh, hot McCrispie from McDonald's and you can feel the heat coming through the bag, don't try to wait till you get home. Always respect hot chicken. The McCrispie, only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. 